Hello and welcome to the What's On at Cineworld podcast. I am Luke Allen and I'm joined by Ollie Davis. Hello, mate. Hey, I'm back. You are back for just one... Oh, no, not for one week. You're here for two weeks. Yeah, because you're, you're off next week, so sure it's me am. and Dan. Yeah. Dan is on holiday today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I mean, if we're going to uh, continue the kayfabe, I kicked him off the show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... You, you had a fight with him. He did. Well, yes, because he doesn't like the... Well, I say he actually likes the Sonic 2 trailer. It's just that he chose to... Uh, Look at his phone while uh, he was watching the trailer for it. So he said this to you, you weren't together and he started looking at his phone. No, no, no. no he was telling me on the show last week. Mm. Glad that you watched the products. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some comments from last week's video. So last week oh. we did a, uh, a trailer breakdown for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse oh, of Madness. What a trailer. I'm so glad they brought out that trailer because I was not excited for it after No Way Home's end credits. Mm. It's not a spoiler at this point to say that. Every, everyone's seen Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, producer Rich still hasn't seen it. But oh, also, but, but, it, and, and, and not actually, and just, just, but just to leave producer Rich as well, the end credits is just the trailer that was released on YouTube, so it's, it's fine. Um, but oh, yeah. they released it on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. That version of the trailer? Yes. Because this new version of the trailer is incredible. Uh, so you and I had a meeting on uh, hmm. Google Meets, me, you, and Pete, and we were just chatting about it, and I was like, oh, man. <clears throat> And Professor X is there. And you went, what? Yeah, I did not see that. You didn't see that with the Illuminati and everything. And it was like, it's time we told him the truth. So, in my defense, he is just brought into a room with a couple of chairs. Six chairs. Six chairs. Okay, so who's the original Illuminati? Xavier. Reed Richards. Tony Stark. uh, Namor. Black Bolt. Oh, yeah. And... Who's my sixth one? And Doctor Strange. Yeah, okay, so there is six people. But, (laughs) you know, that could have been any old interdimensional... Could have been been any old six ...shady institution. So, you you haven't seen the rumours, then, of who the lineup for the MCU Illuminati is, then? No. So, the rumoured lineup is, it's Professor X... Yeah. ...in the X-Men animated series Yellow Hovering Chair. Oh, my God. Because apparently, like, it's not... So, I was reading a report today that it's not the... uh, It's not our 20th century Fox... Professor X. It's a variant of Professor X, so like a different universe version of Professor X. Which is, you know, that's fine, I think, because you can have James McAvoy come in. I don't know. I don't know know what to do. So there is a bit in the new Doctor Strange trailer which makes me think of that. I don't know what to do. It's when his face is going past the camera and it's splitting into loads of cubes Mm. and he goes, No! (laughs) (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. Uh, so yeah, so it's Professor X, uh, it was, uh, Monica Rambeau, who as a variant version of Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Thor's other brother, whose name I've forgotten now, but, uh, Boulder the Brave? I think sure. Uh, Reed Richards, mm. played by John Krasinski. No. That's the dream casting. I, I know, right? I can't remember who the fifth one is. And um, Captain Carter. The fifth one again would be strange, presumably. No, there is like a sixth person in there as well that's... Um, uh, that isn't okay. Um, and yeah, Captain and, Carter. Yeah, and Haley Atwell. The oh, that variant version of her where she got the super soldier serum. Peggy Carter. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Well, cool. It's yeah. It's nice that they made it more diverse because it was just a load of white guys <laughs> yeah, before. Is, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Dion. Um, my favourite line from the trailer, and Dan was in agreement as well, is when. No. <laughs> apart from that, of course, it was Wanda saying. 
when you did this, you're seen as the hero, but when I do it, I'm seen as the bad guy. That doesn't seem fair. Uh, and Trey says, that doesn't seem fair line gave me the same feeling she said, uh, uh, gave me the same feeling, uh, and it reminded me just how much I love that character. Yeah, well, it's how much, how good she is as an actress. I feel like Wanda has, up until, you know, the last couple of years, has been a really limited character. We haven't got to see what Olsen can do, but like, slightly evil tweener wonder, yep. which I, I got a bit in that line delivery. It's really exciting. So we didn't pick this up last week or pick up on this last week, but two people have left a similar comment mm. here. Fluffy Udders says, <laughs> uh, the robots in the Doctor Strange trailer, the ones that are guiding, look like Ultron. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. Uh, and they say here, given that Ultron was technically a Tony Stark creation, at least in our universe, Tony Stark creation, perhaps in another universe, it is still a Hank Pym creation. Uh, we, could we see a Stark cameo in the film, which may or not be played by Tom Cruise, which had been previously... Well, because Tom Cruise was the original actor lined up to play Iron Man. Oh, this is, this is Danny deep Jr. in the cast. weeds here. Well, this, no, there was a rumour that we could see like lots of variants, so we could see John Krasinski as Captain America, because he was the original casting before Steve Richards. Like, basically, it was a way for them to have fun mm. with the idea of like previous castings and stuff. And so there was a rumour that Tom Cruise is going to be a variant version of Iron Man. And oh, it's it going to be mega confusing for people. <laughs> I know, right? Le leaning into the madness side of the multiverse. What's the title of the movie? Yeah. Um... So yeah, uh, and also Al here says, everyone else, what, oh no, it was, it was uh, Name Goes here says, those are totally Ultron bots. There is definitely some form of Iron Man in this movie. Or maybe it's from a universe where Ultron did just take over the world. And there's a whole, you know, that whole world is him and all these little robot clones. And they're then just working for the Illuminati. Doesn't yeah. sound like the sort of thing Ultron would do. Yeah, well, you know, he's, he's mellowed. This is also a universe where he's mellowed. I would also say there was a period of time when <laughs> I thought that uh, Marvel were a, a genius uh, company, right? I still think that at times. Mm. Um, but there was, you know, um, Steve Rogers, like his usual get up stuff when he's like trying to go incognito. He wears like his little cap and his jacket and his sunglasses, right? In Daredevil, there was a character who was also incognito that was wearing the same thing. He would have been the character that would have gone to become Nuke, but they'd never end up going down that road. And I was like, oh, that's a brilliant bit of subtle detail there. They both were people who had the super soldier serum. Maybe that's just something that's inherently in them. No, I think it was just lazy costume design. <laughs> so there is every chance here. This is just a lazy, co this is lazy robot design. Yeah, they just had a couple of renders left over <laughs> from Age of Ultron. Un unused that. Ultron designs. <laughs> Uh, let's get into the main show itself. We're going to be pivoting across to DC now, mm. talking about The Batman and The Batman 2. Here's the show. Last week, Dan went to uh, the IMAX to go see a film, and the trailer for Sonic 2 played. And do you know what he did? His head exploded? He checked his phone. What? He was just checking his phone. He was, was, he was looking at a text message rather than watch the trailer for Sonic 2. So he's no longer allowed to host with you? I've literally kicked him out of the country. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, oh, damn. 
So oh, damn. I've, I've had to bring you in to fill in for him this week. Well, I also do not care for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Well, I'm going to have to kick you off this show next Sonic. week as well. <laughs> Scout, well, can I finally get a host on here that can appreciate the genius of Sonic 2? The egg... I actually really enjoyed the first movie. Yes, Jim, Jim Carrey's a delight. Yes, it's great. Uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about the Batman 2 first off. Speaking of sequels, because... Matt Reeves, uh, at the premiere for the, the film this past week in London, basically told The Independent, we're working on the second movie already. Of course, yeah, as he should be. But also, we are doing a wider universe of things, because as we know, it's never failed for DC in the past to already announce an expanded universe of movies before you've actually released the first one. They've had enough tries now. I think this one's the one. Because they, they did the right. expanded, extended universe, whatever it was. I, I think that might actually still be going on. With the stuff? In, with some, the Flash. in some cases, yes. And Shazam. So that's still good. That's still good. It's still good. It's still working. It's still good. They're doing the individual standalone movies. Joker. I thought the Batman, but maybe not so standalone. This is, you know, Marvel took a, just over a decade to get to their multiverse. DC just doing it right away. Yeah, just took 10 attempts. I genuinely cannot believe that the Batman is out next month. Next week. Mm. Know, Technically right? next month or so. And it's really exciting for it. We've actually got some details about that coming up soon as well. Um, here's what Matt Reeves had to say. I really believe in what we've done and I'm excited to tell more stories. We're already telling other stories because they're doing a Penguin show with Colin Farrell's mm. Penguin character. Unrecognisable Colin Farrell. And we're going to be working on some other stuff too, but we have started talking about another movie. Now, here's where it's interesting, because he also did an interview with Collider last week, where he said, In my view, I just feel really drawn to finding the grounded version of everything. So to me, it would be a challenge in an interesting way to try and figure out how that could happen. Even the idea of something like Mr. Freeze. Such a great story, right? I think there's actually a grounded version of that story, which could be really powerful and could be really great. So I love the fantastical side of Batman, but this iteration, obviously, while being, to me, I think it's very comics faithful, but I don't think this one is necessarily, it doesn't lean as hard into the fantastical, I guess. Matt Reeves is a coward. <laughs> Mr. Freeze? Yeah. He wants to make a grounded version of a difficult character? Croc. Like, oh, right. I, this, I mean... Solomon Grundy. I have this reputation that I apparently don't think The Dark Knight is a good movie, which isn't the case. I actually think The Dark Knight is a very good movie. But Christopher Nolan also kept doing these interviews where he was like, this is the grounded Batman. This is the Batman if it was set in real, real life. And then he did Two-Face, which has literally got like his half-burnt-off face and everything. And it was like, well, if this was the grounded version of Batman, he'd be dead. And it was like, well, all right, so it's grounded in some capacity then. So I think like... What I'm hoping from Matt Reeves here is if he is saying we are we are the actual grounded Batman movie, go full steam with it then. Don't try and do the fantastical side of things. Don't try and take a fantastical idea and ground it into reality. Just do the grounded villains. With ice puns. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it. You've got to have Arnie in there. If Mr. Freeze is in the Batman too. Yeah. He could be, he could be the mayor. <laughs> running off the whole idea of the California governor. If you were in charge of The Batman 2, if you're in Matt Reeves' shoes, how would you go about doing Grounded Mr. Freeze? Oh Mr. Freeze God. is a very difficult character to do 
in a grounded reality. Well, Mr. Freeze, of course, is one of those characters that is probably the most heartfelt in a way. Like his origin story is that he's trying to revive his cryogenically frozen kind of dead wife. So we're already in tricky ground here, yeah. making this a grounded movie. So I guess, you know, you put me on the spot, make him a tech billionaire. That's what they do, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> yeah. These days, in that, this yeah. decade. Hey, it's Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've done Mark Zuckerberg. He's already got the bald head. <laughs> uh, if you had to pick another villain, though, from uh, Batman's past or Batman's potential future, who are you looking to? Kite Man. It's now time for Kite Man. I mean, funny you should say that. Because, really? Well, <laughs> no. Okay, so apparently some of the rumoured options for it. So Robin is obviously uh, has been as rumored, a villain? has been part of the Batman sequel mm -hmm. to potentially then spin off and do Robin movies uh, as a solo venture. But other major figures that have been considered for this new Batman universe include the Court of Owls, Mister Freeze, and Calendar Man. Hmm. So you saying they're Kite Man as a joke? Well. Calendar Man is potentially up there as, a, as an option. Um, so what I'm really excited about Matt Reeves' Batman is how apparently it is a, it is a full-on film noir, like proper detective story style Batman. And I could see... Mr. Freeze, I don't really see how you make that work brilliantly. But Calendar Man, a serial killer, and you're trying to work out the pattern of the serial killings. Oh, he's doing it on certain days of the month. I think you could, I know it sounds weird, you could do a serious version of Calendar Man. And the Court of Owls is a more recent addition to the Batman mythology, where Gotham is kind of run by this secret society that dates all the way back of centuries. So that's a, you know, that's a fun conspiracy. Lean more into the detective side of Batman. That is where I would like to go, because that's mm. also what we haven't seen from Batman movies. We saw, we did get it a bit in Batman Begins, which is what I really liked about Batman Begins. Yeah, that's why it's my favourite one. It's my favourite one too, yeah. because there's actually some him being the world's greatest detective in there, which I feel like they lost a little bit with The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. So if you are trying to separate yourselves from Batman movies that have come previous, mm. that is also what I would lean more into. And Kite Man. <laughs> anyway. How's he, how does he keep getting into these top floor <laughs> penthouses to murder these wealthy businessmen? You Probably think, a kite. Do you also think it's time for a Catwoman solo movie? A second go round of it? Uh, sure. You can, look, you can make any <laughs> standalone movie. Batman's got so many extra characters yeah. that could... If, if Marvel can launch a cinematic universe off the back of Iron Man, Yes, DC can make a standalone Catwoman movie. This coming Saturday, oh, this is very, very exciting. It is Cineworld Day. But Luke, what is Cineworld Day? Well, this Saturday at all Cineworld cinemas, every single ticket it's just three pounds. No. No, that's too low. <laughs> well, it's not. Not but, for Cineworld. But everywhere else in the world, it's inflation. Prices are getting higher. Not for Cineworld Day. What a company. It's just three pounds for all cinema screenings this Saturday. All films, all day, including IMAX. No. Including 4DX. That's a superior format. Including Screen X. <laughs> what? Including Super Screen. Stop it with the format. All films. 
just three English pounds. Dear God. Why would you not want to go to IMAX? For three quid, right? In that, in that scenario. Well, I mean, you yourself are going to be at Cineworld in Leicester Square. Mm. Leicester Square. Yeah, Cineworld in Leicester Square. That's how yes. you say it. Yeah, not yeah. Leicester Square in Cineworld. No. You're going to be at the Cineworld Leicester Square on Saturday interviewing the people that are coming out of the IMAX and 4DX cinema experiences to kind of get some thoughts mm. and feelings from people because, let me tell you this, tickets are actually really sold out. So much so, the tickets have sold out so quickly for a lot of the screenings around the country that Cineworld have had to put on extra screenings of things and like get extra showings on. It's a great idea. It's like, you know, it's a, there is no day other than the Oscars, I guess, that is a celebration of movies. So that it's nice to have a, almost a national, hey, let's all go to the pictures today. Yeah, we are now in a period of time where going to the cinema is a bit easier now, but people have still been a bit reticent mm. to go back. So from the people that we've heard from, from Cineworld Day that are going to it, are like, this is their first experience going back to the cinema since we had lockdown two wow. years ago. So we're really looking to celebrate cinema and the, everything that we love about cinema on Cineworld Day. And I know if you're an unlimited card holder and you're watching this like myself, and I'm thinking, huh, but it's already free. You know you have to pay extra to go to things like the IMAX and 4DX and stuff. Yes. For Cineworld unlimited card holders, those are all free. I know what I'm doing Saturday because it's already pre-planned in. You're going to. Well, I'm going to I'm going to do my worst nightmare of talking to people in public. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to probably go and watch a movie afterwards. I don't know which one yet. Well, probably Uncharted. That is yeah, I mean it's going to be on 4DX uh, and in IMAX. Also, and I don't know if oh, this sold out, I don't know if this will taste your fancy. <laughs> Damn. Dune is being re-released for the day. I just finished rereading, well, I've never read it. I just finished reading Dune this week. Yeah, so that is being re-released for the day in IMAX. Oh, I, I saw it in IMAX first time round. Brag. I could force my lady partner to watch it. Mm. Yeah, that works. And if you're going to Cineworld Day this Saturday, remember just how much you love cinema. Don't forget about our special unlimited offer that is still live right now because you can get 50% off your first month when you sign up using the code BATMAN50 or 10% off your annual membership using the code BATMAN10. Details on that are in the video description down below. Out this week, we have Serrano and the Duke. And we had an unlimited screening of the Duke. Would you say the Duke or the Duke? I would say the Duke. Well, we had an unlimited screening of it this past week. And here are some of the reactions to that blazing mindset. Fantastic performances from Jim Broadbent and Helen Mirren. A wonderfully written comedy drama with plenty of laughs throughout. Well worth seeing when it gets its theatrical release. Nick says, a lovely feel-good film. Funny, witty, and for the first time, a small round of applause from someone at the end. Very good storyline gave us a good feeling at the end of the film. What's the last film you saw that had a round of applause in it? Ooh. It was June. In the Ooh. IMAX, people genuinely started applauding at the end. I got like, a... uh, yes, those were great effects. Yeah, I got it for Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, you know, there was, everyone was like, nailed it. Just nailed it. I saw that at 11.30 a.m. in the morning on a Thursday. So there's only two other people in the screening. Yeah, well, I mean, so I saw it. They were having wine. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw it like the 9.30, the very first screening yeah. at Cineworld. So like I was in a packed screen. So of course there was like 
lots of applause for it then. Uh, Callum Simmons says, wonderful, heartwarming, laugh out loud funny, and just really well made across the board. Great work from Jim Broadbent and Helen Mirren. Feel like the sort of film Ealing Studios might have made if they were still kicking around. Janet Connerton says, brilliant film, great cast, funny script, but warm feel-good sentiments. We loved it and hope Cineworld show many more films like this. James McLean, every review posted so far loved it and we're no different. Can't fail to enjoy it. Lots of laughs. Great true story. You'll walk out smiling. And Rupert says, I genuinely enjoyed. Hashtag the Duke. I did um and ah over going, but glad I did. I love movies based on real life and this was not disappointing in the slightest. Witty script and a down-to-earth story from the 60s. Highly recommended. Four star emojis. It's an interesting week for releases because, you know, the past few weeks we've been doing this, it's been your big hitters like an Uncharted or a uh, Jackass Forever mm. or a Marry Me or something like that. But these are more sort of, I don't want to use the word lower, being you know, a smaller scale releases. Yeah, it's not a big tentpole action blockbuster. Exactly, yeah. Because I think the film industry is doing this. <sighs> Because the Batman's being released next yeah, exactly, week. Exactly. Yeah. They were just like, okay, is Spider Man done? Is everyone going to see Spider Man yet? Right. We'll do it there. Do it there because just before the Batman comes out. And it's Oscar season, isn't it? So it's kind of that time. What well, used to traditionally be the time to go and see your more mid-level dramas and thrillers. And do it this Saturday mm. for Cine World Day. Just three pound a ticket. Also out this week, Uncharted, Dog, Death on the Nile, Jackass Forever, Sing 2, Belfast, and it's still going strong, Spider-Man No Way Home. Ollie Davis, what is your pick of the week? I'm going to go Uncharted, because I love Tom Holland, I love Mark Wahlberg, they're in the same film. Action fun, yes. Yeah, I mean, I was going to pick Uncharted as well, only because like it's, because it's Cineworld Day, right? Mm. Like, it's on the IMAX, it's on 4DX and this sort of stuff, and I feel like Uncharted in particular sort of, it's because like it's made for mm. 4DX. I wanted to pick Uncharted as well, but because you are. Am I going to pick Spider-Man again? <laughs> the street. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't picked it for a while. I'm picking Spider-Man. I don't sure. care. I'm picking Spider-Man. Tickets are also available for The Batman, available in the IMAX 4DX screen eggs and super screen. We talked a little bit about Batman 2, but mm. you don't get to do the show every single week, although you are doing it again next week. Are you, what are you most excited for about the Batman? Oh my god, just to... There's this one shot in the trailer where it's obviously they've mounted the camera on the front of, well just in front of the car that Colin Farrell's penguin is driving and he's just looking in the, the side mirror. The, honestly, the direction. I, I'm really Matt excited Reeves, to see Matt Reeves's version of a sort of, I guess not uh, original noir, but more of like a 70s neo-noir but with Batman in and the Penguin. And yes, Luke, those grounded figures. <laughs> Look, I just think Anorak Riddler looks a little bit silly. On 7th of March, we have an unlimited screening of The Phantom of the Open. And then on Cine World Day, the 26th of February, a selected cinema re-release the 50th anniversary of the Godfather. Now, last week, Dan and I did not attempt to do Godfather voices, but you've already got your lip ready for it <laughs> to do one. We didn't feel brave enough to do it, but you have stepped up to the plate. <coughs> give him some room. Oh, man, he really put me on the spot. Here. Give, him, give him some room. Don't step on it. 
Andy, stop laughing. Everyone's watching. <laughs> you come to me. I'm the... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I could have done it. I could have done it if you didn't build it up so much. It actually sounded pretty good. Come, let me go. The only one. <laughs> who who mumbles more, Marlon Brando? Or... I mean, there's literally no other option. It's Marlon Tom Brando. Hardy. No, come on now. Tom Hardy loves to do a silly voice and stuff, but it's it's Brando all the way. I don't know. I feel like Tom Hardy is really this generation's Brando, just in pure. Ability to understand his voice. I mean, I thought you were going to say who was more mumbly, Marlon Brando or the cast of any Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, yeah. Also, works. Hydras said. Uh, as you were saying Phantom of the Open, I thought you were going to say Opera. So my brain said Phantom of the Oprah. Side note, imagine a Phantom <laughs> of the Opera with Oprah. Oh, this is, a, this is a whole area. We now need people to comment in with daytime TV hosts, talk show hosts, and movie titles. Uh, okay, you sneak with one. Okay, so Ricky Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> that was very quick, off the top of your head. I it's, even... it's something I've been working on for a while. <laughs> I've been thinking... Got a whole pitch. I can see producer Rich's brains whirring. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, man, what's... There's got to be a, a film with... Oh, Kilroy Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Al Harron here said... <laughs> Everyone else watching the Doctor Strange 2 trailer, Mordo, Wanda, the Illuminati, <laughs> Professor X, me, OMG, are those dinosaurs in the background? Seriously, between Doctor Where? Strange 2, Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom and Jurassic World Dominion, it's going to be a dinosaur a go-go this year and my inner eight-year-old is very happy. Yeah, I, I really got into the Jurassic World trailer because it's like, oh, there's dinosaurs in some kind of Italian sleepy town. It's the closest I'm going to get to James Bond versus dinosaurs. <laughs> um, I really liked Evil Stephen Strange. And I, I do not like... Things uh, just got a whole lot yeah, more of this. Yeah, like the way he changed up his delivery, his face. I'm excited. And I, I generally do not like doppelganger villains. I think it's lazy. I don't think it ever does the thematic thing they want it to do. Like, that's like controversially, I don't like Logan for that reason. Mm. Because it's just... Here's another, another evil Wolverine. Like all the other evil yeah. Wolverines we've seen. Do you remember that movie just stopped being the movie it started? And like it was just like, oh yeah, this is this movie. And then afterwards, it was like, and now it's just a regular X-Men movie. And now let's play paintball in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <know>. Um, <coughs> George Hiss asks, what if Loki shows up? Yeah, possible, I guess. You know, he, he hangs around in the ether, doesn't he? Um, Haven, um, that's just for Dan. Dan always gets a lot of messages uh, in the week for people um, talking about how wonderful he is, how nice he is, or how, <laughs> usually how handsome he is. Uh, Haven here says, Dan, if you dress up as Scarlet, which I will be drooling. <laughs> uh, Skeven said, everyone thinking it's the Illuminati that's coming for Doctor Strange. Watch it be a variation of the Council of Reeds, but instead of Reed Richards, it's all Doctor Strange's. <laughs> Well, Just Patrick Stewart plays Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Can't all be better to come about. Yeah. 
<laughs> that bit in what we do in the shadows. Oh, you haven't seen it. I haven't Damn seen it. it. Sorry. Um, Jeremy says, Luke, if you see this, do you think it's possible that this could be the Professor X from the 90s animated series? Because they are doing that X-Men 97 series, which I did actually reference on last week's mm. show to be like, maybe they could do this as some form of tie-in because they're doing the, the, the yellow chair and stuff to be like, and X-Men 97. Yeah, I think it doesn't really extend beyond just a nice reference. It's not like a huge story beat that will connect, connect Xavier. Xavier or Xavier? Why am I... I've forgotten. I'd say Xavier. Xavier. Charles yeah. Xavier. Yeah. yeah. Xavier's school of gifted mutants. Yeah. Children. Yeah. I mean, everyone else yeah. is nodding. Yeah. yeah. No one else is saying it's Charles Xavier. Charles Xavier. Yeah, Charles, Charles Xavier. Xavier. Charles Xavier. But... Xavier. Xavier Woods. Which is where the, the confusion comes, isn't it? Because people say, is Xavier Woods? It's not Xavier Woods. Is it Xavier Woods? I'm pretty sure it's Xavier Woods. It's also Xavier Woods. I'm pretty sure it's Xavier Woods. Mm. Xavier. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we cleared that up. And Haven also said, this is my weekly comment thirsting over Dan. Um, <laughs> uh, and okay, the last one we'll have is from Will's Real Talk that says, spoilers, go to IMDb for the full cast list. Now, Will's, <gasps> you've made a classic error there. IMDb is a user-generated mm. site. If you go on there and you read like, oh, there's a bit of trivia on IMDb, always take it with a pinch of salt because it's user-generated content. It's like going to Wikipedia for, unless it's got that little blue number next to it where you can reference your source mm -hmm. but even then go and check your sources uh, IMDb anyone can update anything on IMDb who's on there now because if it's if it's so silly do you, or do you not want to even I mean, have a possibility of things being ruined what, you, what you're asking is do we want to spoil it for the rest <laughs> of the room that are here do you want to know what happens in No Way Home Rick <laughs> um, yeah I, I would say like when I've interviewed directors in the past about this, and I've brought up something I've read on IMDb, like Paul W. S. Anderson said that in Hollywood it's called the Incorrect Movie Database. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so you're going to go to Cineworld this Saturday. Yeah. Are you excited? I am, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing a movie in IMAX, which I haven't done since June. Well, uh, that is all we've got time for this week's episode. We'll be back in seven days' time with another edition. You and Dan are doing it, which I'm very excited to see. Super dream team. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next week. Uh, I've been Luke Owen. I've been Ollie Davis. And that's what's on. <laughs>